Hey there, everyone. Before we start the show, we here at Popcorn for Dinner want to give a big shout out to our good friend and illustrator, Kyle Kedzik, for helping us celebrate making it to 40 episodes with some uh, brand new custom artwork, which is now up on all of our social media accounts. We love it. We hope you love it. And if you're looking for some new custom artwork for your business or project, you can look him up on Facebook at Kyle Kedzik or even drop him a line at kylekedzik at gmail.com. That's K-Y-L-E-K-E-D-Z-U-C-H at gmail.com. Welcome back to Popcorn for Dinner. This is Jeff. And Kelly. Scary Movie Month uh, is going to take a, a bigger leap this week. You know, last a much, week. Yeah. A much bigger leap. Last week it was 79 <laughs> to 81 mm-hmm. for the 70s and 80s. So in this case, we are taking a quantum leap forward <laughs> to 1997 and the American slasher film, I Know What You Did Last Summer. <laughs> Sounds a lot less threatening when you say it that way. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I know what you did last summer. <laughs> exactly. The uh, the movie that documents the pure horror of uh, four privileged white kids suffering the consequences of their actions. Uh, that's really something that, that really nailed home to me watching it this time. I had seen this movie before. You had not? Yeah. Okay. So I, I wonder how that paints your view of it the first time, because it definitely retroactively paints a lot of what I feel about this movie, uh, but especially the story specifically, because I don't know if you were caught off guard or if you even noticed. I know sometimes credits go past me and I don't even read them. And then I learn mm-hmm. later, like, oh, my God, I, it was right in my face. and I didn't even see it, that uh, this movie is based on a book. Okay. By Lois Duncan, also called I Know What You Did Last Summer. Okay. From uh, 1973, I believe it is. Yeah. The basic premise is the same. Like, the hook of the movie, no pun intended, Mm -hmm. is the same in both. Where it's like, the kids kill someone in a car accident, Mm -hmm. cover it up. Mm -hmm. One year later, somebody knows. I Know What You Did Last Summer. Yeah. The specifics of it, other than the four main characters who are, in fact, the four main characters, Mm -hmm. like that group of friends. I'm sure they're differently written in the books, but Mm -hmm. Ray, Julie, Helen, Barry, they in the book run over a kid on his bike. Oh, and just flat out kill him. And he's there. and He's dead. Oh, like there's no like, I don't know who he is. His face is all messed up. Mm -hmm. And then, oh, maybe he's still alive. It's like, no. That's a kid that's dead, and mm-hmm. they know that he's dead. And it's I, I believe it's essentially like a hit and run. I mean, which it obviously is in the yeah. movie, too. But, like, you know, they, they hit him, they see him, he's dead, holy shit, they leave. Mm-hmm. A year later, start getting the messages, blah, blah, blah. Somebody knows what they did. It's more of like a kind of, I guess it's more of just like a mystery movie. It's not like a, or a mystery book. Okay. It's not like a horror book. It's not a slasher book. Mm-hmm. Um, but they turned it into a slasher movie. Of course. I mean, it's like, <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of torn on it because truthfully, the whole sort of like vibe of it, the, the like unique murder weapon with the hook, mm-hmm. the kind of unique like villain of the, the fisherman, essentially, you yeah. know, like all that kind of stuff is really cool. Like in a mm-hmm. slasher sort of sense, or it's like, this is. Yeah. You know, a a very specific, it's not just like a guy in a white mask or, you know, someone wearing a fucking sheet over their head or something like that. You know, (laughs) it's a very distinct thing. Mm -hmm. And especially that it's like, oh, it's not a knife. It's not a machete. It's not fucking finger blades. Mm -hmm. It's a hook. And yeah, it's an ice pick. Yeah. It's like Candyman has a hook, but it's, it's, that's about the only like (laughs) thing that crosses over. So it's really, it doesn't feel like, oh, they're just ripping off fucking Candyman. (laughs) <laughs> the the whole slasher sort of concept of it and even the whole i know what you did last summer mm-hmm. vibe of it is pretty cool yeah like it's it's a it's a fun thing 
to make a movie out of. It's the way that they did it to me that sort of brought it down because like it's just it's full of such cool little things. Yeah. That aren't necessarily there's, done yeah. well. <laughs> there's there's nice little pieces. Yeah, and like concepts. Like I mm-hmm. during that whole beginning, like obviously we're kind of jumping into it, but like the year after, you know, mm-hmm. when they finally when they cut to the year after and Julie is like a wreck and her, yeah. you know her life is falling apart essentially her grades are slipping mm-hmm. she's just sitting there like not even eating she looks terrible that is an interesting concept the like yeah. so much guilt just making this girl a shell of her former self mm-hmm. it's just that the scenes that show us that yeah. <laughs> aren't very good yeah and they're full of weird things and like dumb character things where it's like man i sympathize with your plight mm-hmm. it's just that you're so stupid <laughs> that i don't that it, it, it like pulls me out of it and makes me not uh care that much about what's happening to you <laughs> uh case in point specifically the scene where she gets the note yeah and her mom is like hey oh yeah you got a letter and it's sitting right there and it just says julie james and mm-hmm. an address on it and there's no stamp there's no return address whatever pops it open i know what you did last summer holy fuck like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. And then she, you know, she she composes herself enough to not just scream. <laughs> you mm, know what I yeah. mean? And she asks her mom. She's, like, trying to be, like, uh, nonchalant about it and failing real bad. But she's yeah. just like, uh, who dropped this off? Because there's no, like, return address or anything. And she walks out into the hallway, like, holding and still reading the note Mm -hmm. as her mom comes in, like, oh, I don't know who dropped it off. Why? What does it say? And then she has to be like, oh, God, no, and runs away. Yeah. There's no way that your mom isn't going to (laughs) be crazy suspicious, especially with the fact that she just dropped the, like, are you on drugs? Yeah. Line on her at dinner. Yeah. Which was hysterical. And I know she says, like, that was just a test, but I just don't know what's up with you, Julie. Yeah. But in my head, I was kind of like, no, I bet you thought. That she's yeah. on drugs, and you were like, maybe I'll just, maybe she'll just admit it if I just yeah. say it. But it's like she's already clearly concerned for you, and then mm-hmm. you get some secret letter that apparently terrifies you, and you run away. <laughs> Thankfully, nobody in this entire town gives a shit. Yeah. About anything ever at all. Apparently, <laughs> even the police. Yeah. Or anybody in any sense. Like I don't understand why they were so terrified to get caught. It seems like nobody ever pays attention to anything in this town. <laughs> I mean, I guess I guess to sort of start it off, like started starting it off at the beginning and talking about something specific about it. This town, I forget. I gotta I gotta look at it so we can call it by name. Southport. Is it? Oh, it says that it's real. At least there is a city called Southport in North Carolina. I mean, um, it, it makes sense. Yeah, sounds it, right. There's a, there's a lot of port towns. There's a lot of towns. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this Southport, like, I love. It's another one of those like, oh man, this like this piece of this movie is so cool because mm-hmm. I like the vibe of the fishing town. Yeah, you know what I mean. It gives it some personality. It gives it a flavor that's different than. You know, fucking like the Halloween suburbs and the mm-hmm. Scream suburbs and the Nightmare on Elm Street suburbs all look exactly the same. Yeah. Even if they're in different states and halfway across the country, yeah. wherever the fuck they are, they all look exactly the same. They're all film- filmed in California, so yeah. it doesn't matter. <laughs> exactly. But it's like all of those look exactly the same. Uh, you know, you get the Friday the 13th movies, which is basically just like a camp. So the woods, mostly the woods. It's, gonna be, mm-hmm. it's mostly going to be the woods. Unless Which... it's a boat or it's space. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we may have to watch Jason X someday. Um, but this one, this this fishing town is so cool to me. Like, oh, yeah. I dig the vibe of it. I dig the fact that, like, the, you just get such interesting shots. Like, I completely forgot about that entire opening shot of the movie. <laughs> that giant fucking helicopter shot down yeah. the coast and it finally rings its way around and you see the guy sitting there on the rocks i yeah. literally first note totally forgot about that whole cliff opening thing <laughs> completely i was expecting it to start with like them running the guy over like as far as i knew that was where it began yeah so you get fucking these kids Man, what a cast. <laughs> you get so many three names in there. I, oh my God. Jennifer Love Hewitt, Sarah Michelle Geller. I don't count Freddie Prince Jr. as a three name. Junior mm-hmm. doesn't count. Yeah. And Ryan Phillippe. 
Oh, Ryan Phillippe, man, this was this was the first thing I ever saw him in. So this is what I imagined him as a person was this character. Man, I don't even know. <laughs> Truthfully, it is entirely possible that the first movie I saw Ryan Phillippe in was MacGruber. That's hysterical. Right? Like, what a great introduction <laughs> to Ryan Phillippe. <laughs> right? Oh, my God, that was great. Yeah. Uh, that's, another, um, that's another day. but yeah these fucking kids like they are they're so 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 like archetypal Mm -hmm. you know what i mean it's like oh my god look there's the jock and oh my god he's marrying the he's going with the beauty queen (laughs) Mm -hmm. and then there's the uh poor kid i guess is what is what freddie prince jr is what ray is he's the poor kid even though he outcast yeah which i I didn't buy it for a second he does Mm -hmm. not play that role no I don't buy him as a fisherman. Yeah, like if Twilight came out in the 90s, he'd be Edward. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, like that's the vibe I get from him. I do not oh, get yeah. like the poor kid from the wrong side of town <laughs> for any <laughs> fucking moment in time. Yeah. Uh, and then you get Julie. And Julie is like, I think after Scream, because this is, you know, this is one year after Scream, mm-hmm. written by the same guy, <laughs> came out the same year as Scream 2, also written by the same guy. Uh, he was on a roll. <laughs> yeah, I mean Kevin Williamson. He's really good. I feel dumb. like I feel bad not <laughs> mentioning his actual name. He doesn't deserve it. <laughs> no, no, he's good. But like Julie is to me was just dollar store Sydney. Mm-hmm. That's all I could think. As soon as she <laughs> rolled up to those pictures of her missing dad, I was like, oh, Sid doesn't have her mom. Julie doesn't have her dad. Look at that. <laughs> Who'd have thunk it? Um, <laughs> but yeah, she's the. The good girl. And I don't know if it was planned this way. I I know we were talking briefly about the whole slasher movie message that people got from it. Where it's like, Mm -hmm. oh, if you do dirty things, then you die or whatever. Or something Mm -hmm. bad happens to you. Yeah. And obviously Scream kind of like tore that wide open. Like that was the whole gag with Sydney and Billy and all that stuff. (laughs) Like at that point, especially written by that guy, you know, it's like it's so clearly like the thing that you that you like don't go to yeah you know what i mean like if that's a tool in your fucking tool chest and then someone makes that joke about it then you're like oh you know what maybe i don't use that one yeah but it sort of felt like that because they're all on the beach Mm -hmm. being reckless teenagers yeah last summer together last summer to go crazy and do dumb stuff uh, and then her and Ray wander off to the beach and she like takes her jacket off and he's like, Are you sure you want to do this? She's like, oh, yeah. And the camera kind of pans away from them and they start playing what I called the tender fucking song because that was clearly what was you know happening. Obviously, uh, obviously. <laughs> um, and then immediately after that is them driving like i know they tell the story of the hook hand and everyone gets it wrong yeah that was that was before the sex yeah it was before that uh and then ray like i was hoping that he was playing a joke on them when he did the whole like no guys that's how it really happened yeah because it really happened and i was like please tell me you're not fucking stupid enough to believe that. Yeah. And then he gives them all that like smile. Yeah. And I was like, okay, he doesn't buy that. But then he and Julie are talking and she's like, you don't really believe that. Do you? And he's like, what the story? Totally. And I'm like, wait a minute. What do you truly think, Ray? Cause that completely paints how I look at you as a person. <laughs> if you actually believe that, you know, the right true version of an urban legend that's yeah. been told for, you know, thousands of years or whatever. Yeah. I mean, maybe not thousands of years if it involves cars, but you know what I'm talking about. (laughs) Tens of years. Dozens of years. Scores of years. (laughs) Exactly. But then essentially they're they're driving home or out. Who knows where they're going? Yeah, they're driving. Yeah, they're driving. Away from the beach. (laughs) Yeah, Ray is driving the car because Barry is hammered. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, of course, just like in that sense of like everything that can go wrong will go wrong Mm -hmm. of like okay and then now barry being a complete jackass is going to stand up in the car with his top half out of the car with the bottle of booze in his hands Mm -hmm. and it's like i understand that they're like supposed to be teenagers and stupid and like the 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 thing that happens to them is because of that yeah like i get that it's like that's just how it's supposed to go yeah but at the very least with how like righteous julie is about tons of shit like and the fact that she would say to Barry's face, 
can you say alcoholic mm-hmm. into his face? And he's just sitting there like, like <laughs> grimacing about it. Like, mm-hmm. you fucking bitch. These did not seem like friends. Yeah. At least that connection there. That was clearly like, I'm friends with Ray and you're fucking here. Yeah. So whatever. <laughs> I'll deal with you. But then at the same time, then you look at it from Julie's perspective and it's like, you're setting him off. You're yes. specifically insulting the angry drunk man <laughs> who does stupid things. Like, I don't like this little crew. <laughs> yeah. At least, like, uh, and in terms of, like, watching them as a friendship and, like, especially over the course of the movie of, like, watch as their friendships dissolve from the horrible guilt and the feelings that they have. It's like, well, if you seemed like better friends in the first place, this would work better. Yeah. But as it stands, it, I really felt at certain points where I was just like, you know, you all probably should have grown apart anyway. Mm-hmm. It sucks that this had to be the way that it happened. But maybe it's for the better if you guys aren't <laughs> actually friends because you kind of suck. Uh, immediately shown in the next sequence when Barry drops the fucking booze into the car Mm -hmm. and it spills all over the place, spills all over Ray in the driver's seat, distracts him enough that he doesn't see the person in the road. They fucking hit him. Yeah. And the whole like actual crash sequence I thought was pretty harrowing. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it definitely like yeah. They didn't play it too over. They like they didn't go over dramatic with it, mm-hmm. but they also didn't like understate it and make it seem like they they didn't care at all or, <laughs> or anything like that. Like it wasn't super like low key. Like oh no, what do we do? You know, yeah. like they had the right level of like oh my fucking god, holy fucking shit. Like yeah, oh my god, <laughs> without being just like shrieking the whole time. Or, yeah, you know. With the exception of the, like, one initial shriek from Julie. Right, when they see the corpse? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, I mean, I thought that was great, too. Like, the fact that they're all trying to explain away what just happened. You know what I mean? Like, oh, my God, it was probably a deer. Again, maybe it ran off. Yeah. And who knows? And then Julie just picks up the boot, and it's like, nope. Yeah. Not a deer. Like, it's covered in blood, too. So you can't even be like, well, maybe someone lost a boot. It could be a coincidence. Yeah. It's like, oh, no. No, this is... Oh, God. Yeah. At which point they go searching to see if they can see anything. And practically immediately right mm-hmm. around that corner, mm-hmm. there's the, the the corpse, the person they hit. Holy shit. Their lives have changed forever. Yeah. And their arguments with each other, I felt were like, even if they were kind of, you know, I mean, they were definitely written. But yeah. <laughs> even if they felt sort of written you know and and not so much like what someone might actually say Mm -hmm. the the like sentiments were there of this just like fucking it's over like we need to figure something out like there's no good way out of this for us (laughs) other than doing something unthinkable yeah you know uh which is it's like as as it sort of unfolded i was like this really is a great like dramatic scenario Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like getting all of these pieces together into this one moment that all of a sudden from there on, everything's different. Like, oh, my God. How did you feel during that whole sequence? I was definitely on Julie's side. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, just call the cops. It'll be OK. It was an accident. Like, yeah, they're going to think Ray was drinking because he's going to smell like alcohol because it was spilled on him. Yeah, Barry's going to get in trouble I mean, I guess his big thing was his fucking scholarship or whatever. Yeah. Um, But like, come on, you'll be OK. Like, take a breathalyzer, prove that you're not drinking. Well, well, the oh, thing that's that he, true. He, that's Ray true. was Ray said they wouldn't believe that he was driving. Oh, like that, that, yeah. That it was, since it was Barry's dad's car. Yeah. And Barry was the one who was hammered and somebody got hit. Yeah. That they'd be like, yeah, sure. The sober one says he was driving to keep his buddy out of trouble, which like <laughs> as <laughs> like as terrible as it might seem to be, like if I'm fucking Helen, Julie and Ray, I'm all looking at each other like that sounds pretty preferable yeah. to anything else. Like if Barry's going to go down, just let him go down. <laughs> this guy's kind of a dick. Yeah, it's his fault anyways. Yeah, like he did cause it. And yeah. if if it winds up going with him, this is what you do. Movie over. Yeah, everything's fine. Cops show up, ambulance shows up. They're like, hey, this guy's not dead. Yeah, really, which was the ba- the big main thing about the the whole opening that I I remembered uh I remembered it slightly. Uh I had forgotten one big part of what happened after they hit him and they'd put him in the trunk and they go to like drop him off in the water. Mm-hmm. 
that made me go like, man, why weren't they? I mean, I get that they were all feeling terrible and guilty and everything. Mm -hmm. Maybe part of that was like fear of it coming back to them. But more specifically, I would be terrified of him coming back to them because of the fact that he was clearly fucking alive. Yeah. Like the way that I remembered it in my head is that they fucking took him. They dumped him in the water. Helen's crown like falls off into the water. Barry's like, fuck, I got to go get it. Goes out, goes down and gets it. Sees the guy's corpse, quote unquote. Mm -hmm. And then the guy's eyes open and Barry freaks out and swims away. And then it was like, I remembered it as being like a secret that Barry maybe had. Mm -hmm. And that the other people didn't know about that. So that everyone was just like, oh my God, he's dead. But we still did it. I feel the guilt. But the fact that he like comes back to life to grab (laughs) Helen's head and pull the crown off as they dump him into the water. Mm Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Yeah. Like that is that is so much worse, especially when they just fucking sort of bail right away. Yeah. Like they have a little argument and both Ray and Helen let Barry choke Julie. Yeah. And I was like, fuck you, Ray. You seriously suck. Like not even in the like, oh, you must be a chivalrous man and stand up for the lady folk. But it's just literally, it's like he, she's yeah. he's got her by the fucking throat and he's freaking out and he like, yeah. you do nothing. He is so much stronger than she is. Yeah. It's like, you're not, it's not even a case of like him being like, hey, or like, whoa, 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 whoa. Or like trying to, to, to you know, bring it down mm-hmm. without like physically like grabbing Barry and trying to rip his hair, you know, or doing anything to him. You sucker punch him. Yeah. Dude, do, do, you know, he does, he does nothing. Yeah. Flat out nothing. What a waste of fucking space Ray is. Seriously. <laughs> and it's Man. like, Helen, I understand if you know if Barry's like that with her, mm. then I could see her not coming in and doing anything. But yeah. the fact that they're both just kind of like, oh, well... That's Barry. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh man, this yeah. guy sucks. <laughs> you really, all three of them, after they left and went home, should have been like, so let's call it in anonymously. They'll go to the house. They'll see the car is wrecked. Mm-hmm. They'll assume he did, and they'll just take him away, and we never have to deal with Barry ever again. <laughs> also, Ray, we're breaking off, because <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Yeah, seriously. I always thought that him being, like, alive under the water was, like, a super surprise. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I don't understand why they're not more concerned that he swam away or something. Yeah. If it's like, he was alive down there. <laughs> like, he was alive on the deck, and then he was still alive down under the water. Yeah. Uh, Should we be concerned about that? <laughs> and nobody's fucking concerned about it. Yeah, because Barry doesn't even mention it. Yeah, but- no, yeah, he just comes up, and he's like, whatever. Yeah. I'm sure, because that's the thing. His, like, super spooked reaction to it, like, as his eyes open, that's what I always remember. So in my head, I was like, oh, yeah, dude, if I if the corpse I just threw into the water popped its eyes open at me... I would freak out too. Yeah. But it was like, you know he's alive. He just grabbed Helen. Yeah. Like, <laughs> why is this such a, like, I, I could understand being like, oh my fucking God, I need to go. But yeah. the like shock scream <laughs> seemed a little <laughs> bit like, what are you doing there? A little over the top. Yeah. Um, and we didn't mention Max, Johnny Galecki's character. Leonard. Oh, Good John- old Leonard. Johnny Galecki. Um. I truthfully do dig, like, I, I think he's good. I think he's a good actor. I've got no, mm-hmm. got no issues with Johnny Galecki at all. Yeah. Um, and in this case, it was really fun seeing him play kind of a skeezy sack of crap. <laughs> like, I dug that, even though yeah. I was like, oh, Leonard, he's gross. <laughs> like, he's the, he's the opposite spectrum of Leonard. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where it was like Leonard uh, on, on that show, on, on Big Bang Theory, you know, it was like, oh, she's so hot, but she wouldn't date me mm-hmm. and like wouldn't talk to her or would just be like awkward around her or whatever. Mm-hmm. But in this one, the character he plays, Max, he's like, but Julie, we've been friends for so long. I thought maybe we should go out then. Yeah. And it's like, oh, no. Leonard, what are you doing? Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then he gets fucking bullied by Barry. And I was like, oh, now I kind of feel bad for him because Barry does suck. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he shows up during the crash. Like, I mean, during the crash makes it seem like the crash took an hour and they he just strolled past while it was happening. It's like the fucking crash in Talladega Nights where it just keeps going. <laughs> um, but he, he shows up while they're dealing with it. And Ray and Barry awkwardly carry this corpse across the road while Max pulls up in his truck. Yeah. And I was just like, not a chance. Yeah. Not a chance he didn't see that. Yeah. They try to make it seem like, oh, Barry's over there puking. Oh, that's why they're over there. 
And it's like, oh, yeah, that sucks. I'd probably puke, too, if I saw a corpse. That was a corpse, right? Totally yeah. saw that corpse. <laughs> like, okay. Uh, but he rolls up, and so, obviously, it's it's to make him a suspect later. Mm-hmm. Uh, but all that shit happens. <laughs> uh, and then it's a year later. They cut to year later. Mm-hmm. Like we were saying, Julie's a mess. Uh Ray is a fisherman, <laughs> which seemed like his trajectory anyway, but the movie seems to try to make it seem like it was like a step down or something. I don't know. Yeah. Barry, I don't understand what's going on with Barry. Apparently, he's not on the football team or something. I don't know if I, I didn't catch a specific line, but it seems like Barry is also not where he like was supposed to be. Yeah. You know, like he's just hanging out at his fucking mansion mm-hmm. and <laughs> screaming about the murder they caused in front of his mom, mm-hmm. who isn't paying attention and is on the phone yeah. in the background, not even noticing that her son is like shrieking at his supposed friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that was the craziest part because I, I, Julie Julie says, oh, yeah, no, it's they're talking about the notes. And he's like, oh, I know what you did last summer. What a crock of shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we did lots of things last summer. But Julie specifically says, like, only one murder I can think of, though. Yeah. And he goes like, you shut up! You shut up about the murder! Like, he starts <laughs> freaking on her. Yeah. And then he, like, kind of looks back towards his mom to, like, see, did she see or did she hear? And mm-hmm. she is completely oblivious. Yeah. And I was like, oh, God, this is what he's like always, isn't it? Like, yeah. that's why his mom just tunes it out. Like, he mm-hmm. just shrieks all the time. This guy sucks. Yeah. Oh, my God, he's the worst. So they're all trying to figure it out. Oh, and Helen isn't in New York. She was going to be going to New York to like model or some shit. Yeah, model, uh, act, something or other. Yeah, she has like a speech at the at the beauty pageant at the beginning about all the shit she's going to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she's working at her family stores and she's not in New York and all that kind of junk. So it's like they're all clearly affected by what happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, that is a great like concept. I love that. Yeah. Like, I love the idea of like all these people who thought they were never going to see each other again, that, that their lives were going to go off and better and bigger things mm-hmm. have to like reckon with this terrible guilt that has like caused them to just like stagnate and, and you know, nothing is right. And, yeah. and the things that they thought they were going to be, they aren't anymore. It's like, God, that's, a really like touching sort of thing like and not touching like oh it's beautiful <laughs> but just you know and in a dramatic yeah. sense it's like that's a really like satisfying storyline like oh yeah show me what show me what that's all about yeah and f- since it it doesn't really turn into a slasher for like 40 minutes or so it's really just like these kids yeah that's true. hanging around have the you know make the worst decision of their life something mm-hmm. terrible happens it's eating away at them somebody knows about it oh my god you know like that is is it's a really interesting and kind of thrilling dramatic storyline yeah and i think the biggest thing of it because like they essentially start listing out their suspects Mm -hmm. and one of the first and seemingly should have been the absolute first and most obvious is like max yeah he probably literally saw us carry that corpse (laughs) yeah so barry goes and doesn't like legitimately explain himself yeah he just kind of punches him or like shoves him into some ice and is all like fucking cut it out yeah max is like what And he's like you fucking know just stop it and then leaves yeah like mentions something about a note like right at the top yeah and then max has no idea what he's talking about (laughs) and barry just goes all barry yeah he gets all berserker on him doesn't explain the situation at all just assumes that he's right <laughs> mm-hmm. and assumes that his threats have fallen on the ears of someone who understands what's happening. Yep. But to Max, it's literally just like, so this guy I don't like rolled up into my work, asked to talk to me in private, and then assaulted me for no reason. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. And it's a terrible last day on earth because Max just gets murdered by a fisherman. It's, it's Why? <laughs> really that's the thing it's like it's it's an actually pretty decent moment in terms of like spookiness of like oh there's all mm-hmm. this steam and you can't really see and yeah. then this fisherman guy kind of just comes out of it he gets the hook the the like effects of it are really good you know what i mean like this movie is no slide it's not some like piece of garbage yeah bad production problem is that you're just like what did max do yeah like he says <laughs> i know what you did last summer so someone knows what they did last summer like the only thing you could possibly think is like well, whoever saw them saw them talking with Max 
and assumed like we did that Max saw what happened and didn't mm-hmm. say anything about it. Yeah. And maybe that's why he deserved to die. Yeah. But later you find out that, no, there's no way that that's what happened. Yeah. Because the person who was killing them is the fucking person that was laying in the road who was clearly unconscious when Max drove by. Yep. <laughs> so it's like no reason for him to die. Yeah. But I essentially just have to sort of talk about the ending and the like reveal of the mystery. Mm-hmm. Of what's happening here and talk about why it makes no sense to me at all. (laughs) So, like, the whole fucking movie, they believe that they killed David Egan. Yes. A kid who was found in the water, like, a couple weeks after they dumped a body into the water. Right. Boom. There it is. That's the guy that they hit and killed. Oh, my God. And so they immediately assume that it is somebody that has to do with David Egan. Mm-hmm. Somebody figured it out, somebody knew, somebody whatever, somebody talked, somebody something, whatever the fuck it is. And it, the, essentially the whole thing is them just like, I don't truly understand what their plan is, because there really isn't one. Mm-hmm. And Julie even admits it at one point, that she's just like, we're just going to kind of wing it. I don't know, we're going yeah. and talking to somebody. Yeah. But like, it, it's it's just such a silly thing that they do, where it's like, Barry gets run over by his own car. Mm -hmm. And the fisherman fucking shows him his hook. Like, look at this shit. Yeah. And doesn't kill him for no reason. Yeah. The movie fades to black because there's no reasonable way to end that scene. You know what I mean? There's Mm -hmm. no reasonable way for the fisherman to be like, here's my hook. And I'll just put that back. And I'll just waltz on this way. (laughs) Like, where's the dude from the gym who was sitting up at the front desk? Like, a Mm -hmm. car just crashed through it. Yeah. And a man out here is screaming and you're not coming to check. The town does not care. Nope. Nobody gives a shit. Yep. Um, Fourth of July time. (laughs) Yeah. But they get this idea in their heads that they're going to track down who the person is and talk to them. I guess. I don't know. That is so baffling because it's after Barry gets run over. Like they first talk about it and they're just like, who the fuck is doing this? And everyone's like, well, actually, really, Barry is mostly like. Fucking who cares? It's probably a joke. It's probably whatever. Yeah. Which also threw me for a loop because I was like, you were the one choking Julie and screaming at everyone to say it out loud that this is going to their graves. Yeah. Like he was the one who like demanded a pact. Yeah. To make sure nobody ever fucking talked about this. Because he knew it was his fault. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But then they bring this note that says, I know what you did last summer. Like, hey, Barry, that thing you're fucking incredibly concerned about. I think someone knows what's happening. Yeah. And he's just like, fucking who gives a shit? Yeah. I was like, where is this attitude coming from? You're the fucking one who like swore everyone to secrecy. That's so crazy. But like nobody gives a shit until Barry almost gets killed. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, well, we got to we got to find this person. Like if they really wanted us to like get in trouble, they'd have gone to the cops by now. Mm-hmm. So clearly they're just trying to mess with us. Yeah. So we as a countermeasure need to find out who it is and have a reasonable discussion with them <laughs> do you really think that's on the table I, you know like ima- young I, I, and dumb i'm know. just saying this imagine this okay put yourself in the shoes of like let's just say that it was her sister or his sister like we know it wasn't obviously we know it wasn't Anne hayes who was the killer right. by the end of the movie right but they go and they talk to her mm-hmm. to like find out information or whatever and there's mm-hmm. even that fucking scare when Helen turns around and there's a slicker on the fucking yeah. coat rack and it's like, oh, could it be her? Yeah. Oh, my God. So it's like they're clearly giving you a little bit of like, oh, maybe maybe it's it's her and not some man or whatever. Mm-hmm. So imagine that you're Anne Heche and you are the person who is sending them notes mm-hmm. and is like, I and you know, you, you fucking killed my brother. Yeah. And now terrible things are going to happen to you. I've run over Ryan Phillippe. I mean business. <laughs> <laughs> and you're fucking sitting in your house and fucking the two three name girls roll up to your house. Field day. Right? <laughs> like it's like it's so all dumb. you have to do is be like is is feign being nice. Mm-hmm. long enough to get them to walk into your house yeah and then they're dead like and if you're coming in to like talk to like if their plan is just to talk to this person mm-hmm. then and the fact that they do walk into her house before they know that it's safe and that she's not a murderer yeah <laughs> you know what i mean like they just yeah. waltz up to the house and then make up the fake the stranded motorist story mm-hmm. which is like if 
this is the person. <laughs> they know <laughs> you're using fake names. Yeah. Like the only reason that your fake names and, and stranded motorist bit work mm-hmm. is if you know that they don't know who you are, yeah. <laughs> which if they're who you think they are, they do. <laughs> like, it just, uh, I was just sitting was, there like. I'm, it was a test. <laughs> they don't know that we know that they know we know. <laughs> like, it's fucking absurd. And like, it was just one of those things I never, ever thought of as a kid watching it. So I was just like, yeah, it's a slash movie. Oh, it's spooky. She's, she's, she's kind of freaky looking. Yeah. Um, she was very distraught. Yeah. And in re- in reality, it's just fucking sad. Yeah. Oh, Her yeah. story is heartbreaking. Oh, yeah. And it really kind of nails home how fucking terrible they all are. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they kind of, they almost get there. There's that one moment, I forget exactly when it is, where Julie's like, I think it's actually right after that, where she's <laughs> just like, we fucking killed this guy. And we've ruined the lives of, like, everybody around him. Because it's oh, like yeah. his mom has to go live in some home now because she couldn't take it. Yeah. And Missy is clearly a wreck. Yeah, she's and, taking care of the house by herself. Yeah, like, you have fucked up these people's lives if everything has happened the way that you think it has. Because mm-hmm. obviously there has got to be a twist to it. Yeah. Uh, but it's like, she, Julie even says out loud that they have done this, that yeah. they have ruined all these people's lives. And Helen's response is so fucking, like, selfish and terrible of the, like, Julie... You're giving us too much credit. We don't have that kind of power. It's like, well, okay, no, you don't have the power to just be like, blah, your life is ruined. But you do have the power to run someone over and cover it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like yeah. you absolutely have that power. Oh, yeah. You must understand what Julie's talking about and yeah. understand that, the, that like your excuse is pathetic. Like truly <laughs> like blame deflecting. I can't even handle this pathetic. You know what I mean? So it's like they almost get there. But then Julie or Helen says that and mm-hmm. then they get into like a little bit of a back and forth. And then Missy pops up into the fucking window and, you know, spooks him again. That one did get me. Oh, yeah, because you you're not expecting it. Uh, but then they just they just never talk about it again. Yeah. Ever. It, it just doesn't come up. Then it kind of like there's just that one death. Max's death. Right. For a long time. Mm-hmm. And then there is like the final like 20 minute home stretch of the movie where all the all the, all the real yeah. murder and happens. That's that's where the body count goes up. Yeah, exactly. And I always for, like I forgot that it's like, oh, God, that's right. It like starts. With Barry, because in my head, you know, a movie like that where it's like there's these clear four main characters Mm -hmm. and it being a slasher movie, probably not all four of them are getting out of it. Yeah. It's like, did you have a feeling of like, probably if people are making it, it's J-Love and uh, (laughs) and Freddie Prinze. I I figured J-Love for sure. Yeah. And it was it was kind of a toss up between Freddie Prinze and Sarah. That would be SMG. interesting. Two girls yeah. surviving it and the guys die. Yeah. It's always like a couple. Yeah. Be great if it was just like friends. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. And then they become best friends again. And <laughs> Yeah, no. Yeah. Um, I guess <laughs> r- real quick, because I mean, it it's it's a big long stretch of murders that includes the one, like, to me, truly great sequence of the movie with Helen's chase scene. Yeah, her her basically ba- essentially from Barry's death to her death is the best part of the movie because <laughs> it's super like the moments just like the moments leading into and during Barry's death are ridiculous. <laughs> Absolutely, where it's like there's the fucking beauty contest that forces the previous queen to sit on stage and watch all the other acts mm-hmm. like that. Yes. <laughs> this, this seems cruel. At least, at least uh, let her stand backstage. Yeah, really. But to just be like, like, I'm surprised she didn't have a fucking dunce cap on or something. Yeah. Or just like, you dummy, you ugly old lady. Yeah. <laughs> like, it just, it seemed cruel. Uh, but she's sitting there and Barry's up in the, in the, the, like the balcony way up where there's nobody else. Mm-hmm. Fisherman sneaks in, attacks him, yeah. slashes him a bunch. Uh, you you kind of barely see anything. It's like all the side characters get like full murder scenes where there's like prosthetics and like <laughs> you know what I mean and like hooks going through shit and everything. Mm-hmm. And then for the two main characters, it's really just like and then the hook and then the face and then the hook and then their face and then there's blood sounds and then they're dead and you don't actually <laughs> see anything happening. But fisherman comes up, slashes him to death, and Helen sees this happening. Yeah freaks out 
runs down the aisle and for absolutely no reason the crowd just gets up and impedes her from running up there right what in the fuck were they doing yeah that would Why? never happen like if somebody was standing on stage and lost their shit screaming and ran down the aisle I don't think anybody would even look at them. That's super embarrassing for them. I'm yeah, just going to look away. Exactly. Like, oh, God. But instead, the entire crowd gets up to just stop her and be like, whoa, 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 little lady. Yeah, calm down. What are you screaming about? Like, maybe listen to her. She's telling you. She's yeah. screaming, Barry, he's getting murdered. In the balcony. Yeah, like, and they're like, what is it? Is it? Is it lady troubles? What's going on? <laughs> like, it was so <sighs> fucking stupid. Just so that Barry could die and nobody gets up there in time to, like, you know, stop it or find the guy or anything. Or find his body. Yeah. The Again, fisherman is real quick with moving bodies. He is so fast at cleaning things up and moving bodies from places that they have no business ever being moved from. Yeah. Like, how do you leave the balcony with a corpse and clean it? I Like, none of that. Fucking Max's body in her trunk with the crabs. Like, how do you move yeah. that corpse? Broad daylight. Side of the road, full of crabs. <laughs> you got to move the body and the crabs, yeah. <laughs> like the living like, crabs. In like twenty minutes, tops. not even. Not, yeah, oh, that's she like right. walks to the house, and then they're like, "Oh, what's going on, Julie?" Next cut, walking back to the car. Yeah, there were a couple of missed like opportunities in terms of doing things that were uh, much cooler, <laughs> at least to me. <laughs> like specifically, the fact that he sneaks into her house. And, like, does not murder her or anybody else, mm -mm. but sneaks into her house to, like, chop up her hair while she's sleeping. Yeah. Because she loves her hair and she's so vain about her hair. Yeah. But he he cuts it up enough to the point where she can restyle it into a stylish do. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's so fucking silly to me that which, it's like. Which he didn't. Well, it's... right. So not what her hair would look like. Well, I mean, it, it seems like she. Well, what I mean is that he didn't ruin it enough. That she couldn't get it styled normally. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it seems like he just, like, he, I cut it shorter. <laughs> there... And then she's like, oh, no, I have to go with a shoulder length instead of further. That stinks. It's like, he should have fucking buzzed her head or something. Like, it, it should have been that she has to wear, like, a wig yeah. for, the, for the ceremony or something. Like, something really kind of... Uh, like embarrassing to her mm -hmm. like if you're trying to be like fuck you yeah then go all the whole way instead of being like <laughs> i cut off some of the bottom of her hair like yeah just the bottom you didn't like give her like a larry horseshoe in her hair like yeah. in the three stooges like that would have been awesome i mean she would have hated that <laughs> he probably couldn't get away with using buzzers while she's sleeping <laughs> i mean i guess but truthfully he shouldn't have been able to get away with any of the shit he does but so, yeah, so fucking Barry's dead and Helen gets a ride home from the stupid cop. And oh, my God. That I stupid just, cop got what he deserved. Yeah. But there was just I, that moment, as much as it is like the best because it leads to Helen's big, long chase scene and everything, which, again, it's like the best part of the movie mm -hmm. to me, at least. But like, the fact that it begins with the old he's probably just playing a prank on you. Mm -hmm. bit from the police yeah it's like he's probably fine he's just playing a trick he'll show up yeah and then they fucking get in the car and then the obvious trap in the alley with the truck parked halfway out so the cop has to get out mm -hmm. and then there's the fisherman he's there he's gonna kill the cop and i was yep. like ah and then the old trapped in the back seat of the cop car bit mm -hmm. also used in scream 2 came out this same year written by the same guy <laughs> that one was way better but whatever <laughs> uh so then her big old chase scene runs to the fucking family store runs into her piece of shit sister who uh, took Elsa. forever opening yeah. that door <laughs> like she was clearly a piece of shit i don't know if the movie was trying to make us feel like she was a suspect did you ever get that vibe? No, I just felt like she was a bitch. Yeah, it seemed like that. that is sort of what I mean. Is like It feels like the movie maybe wanted that to be the vibe of like, maybe it's Elsa. She's so you know mean and jealous of her sister and whatever. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't come across that way. It just seems like, oh, yeah, and then this bitch. Yeah. <laughs> like, she's, she's the worst. Yeah. Uh, being terrible all the time. <laughs> um, so they, they get to the store. Helen runs upstairs to call the cops. 
Mm-hmm. Elsa goes to the back door, locks it. He's already inside, murders her. Mm-hmm. Helen hears her dying scream and hangs up on 911. Well, they weren't answering. Oh, well, like, still, it's 911. Like, yeah. even if it's like, hey, they should be picking up by now, it's like, yeah, but. Just leave it there then. Even if you're not going to, even if you're going to run yeah. and be like, oh, I better actually find a place to hide. Leave it on. Yeah. Leave it ringing so they can fucking trace you or something. Yeah. Don't just be like, oh, well, I guess that's a dead end. <laughs> like, wait. <laughs> no, it's 911. It's yeah. not a dead end. Yeah. It seems oh. so silly to me. Uh, But like the whole chase sequence through the store, him being under the like plastic sheet and stuff. Like, it was a little cheesy, mm-hmm. uh, but it, it was just like, it felt very classic slasher stuff. Like, yeah. oh, this, this is okay. Yeah. This is fun. You know, chasing her out the window. <laughs> She's going up that, like, dumbwaiter thing. Mm-hmm. All that kind of stuff happening. She gets to almost to a parade. Another parade. At night. Or the same parade still going. They just do this, laps around yeah. the town all day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but she's, she can see the parade. And I was like, yeah, dude, this whole sequence is as awesome as I remember it. Like, I remember this being the coolest part of the movie of, like, the big old chase scene. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, because the fireworks start up and start illuminating the alley. Yeah, and it's like, okay, and she's going. And did you, were were you assuming that she wasn't going to make it? Yes. Okay, because that that's, like, my favorite part of it is, like, oh, she gets so close you can see that like there's that one shot mm-hmm. from above where you could see where she is and where they are and yeah. they're in the shot together like she's so close and i remember that being the case of like oh that's such a bummer yeah but in that great like oh you know that yeah. that that like <laughs> terrible yeah kind you of almost way had it. yeah <sighs> i forgot that she stops for no reason and turns around yeah and that's what got her killed. like i in my head she was going going and then, like, the hook would come out from the mm. darkness and get her. Like, oh, no, she was so close. Yeah. But then she stopped, and I literally almost said out loud, like, no. <laughs> she, oh, you fucking wrecked it, movie. Why would you do that? Yeah. Like, literally right there. Even if you heard something, like, just keep running. Just run out into the open. That's the whole point, isn't it? Like, yeah. is he going to chase you into the parade? Like, just go. And what do you care if it's anything else in the world? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, I heard a noise. Oh, it's just a raccoon. Like, who gives a fuck what it was? It could be literally anything in the world. And you hear it behind you while you're being chased by a murderer. You just keep going. Yeah. There is nothing that will be back there that made that noise that will make your life better. Yeah. Than running will. Just run. Yeah. (laughs) So infuriating. Uh, And it did kind of wreck that for me. Yeah. Uh, So she gets murdered. (laughs) <laughs> and and then I mean, there's the whole bit with where they they talk to uh, they talk Julie. to David Egan's sister again. Yeah, Julie goes back to talk to Missy. Yeah, to try to find out who Billy Blue is mm-hmm. because she mentioned that name. Like, oh, well, yeah. someone came and visited uh, me, one of David's friends. Yeah, uh, he said his name was Billy Blue, and so it's like, oh, we gotta find Billy Blue. It's probably Billy Blue. Billy Blue's the one who's trying to kill us. Mm-hmm. Like again, no idea what your plan is. Yeah, no idea what you're gonna do to Billy Blue or whatever the <laughs> fuck. Um, thought it was so dumb. Like, I like, I kind of liked their the concept of their plan. Mm-hmm. Where they're like, she said that she was in the same grade as this Billy Blue guy. Yeah. So we'll, you know, we got the yearbook. We we could show it to her and have her point out who Billy Blue is, even if that, you know, it's like we think it maybe wasn't his name or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, like the the nucleus of that plan is pretty good. Yeah. Like, I like the way that Ray said it too. Where he was, I think he said like yearbook. Uh, yearbook mugshots. Yeah, mugshots. And I was like, oh yeah, that's kind of what it is. Exactly. Yeah. You got it, Ray. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he was the one who didn't want to do it. We find yeah. out later why, obviously. Yeah. Um, because he's Billy Blue, but it doesn't matter. It's so silly that they include that super scream red herring. Yeah. Of like, it's the boyfriend. Yeah. But it's not. Uh, <laughs> but she goes to fucking get Missy to point out the, the, the picture, like to try to find out who Billy Blue is. Mm-hmm. But she comes in with zero plan. Again. Again. And instead of making up anything anything at all yeah she just like tiptoes around the actual truth Mm -hmm. until missy gets suspicious and like chases her out of there yeah 
And I thought, because she like goes in, she's just like, oh yeah, I was wondering if you could maybe point out, you know, we could look at these pictures and you could tell me which one of these people is Billy Blue or whatever. Mm -hmm. And she's just like, well, what is this all about? Yeah. And she's like, well, it has to do with your brother. And I was like, Julie, no. Why? Wait a minute. And it's like, it has to do with what happened to him last summer. Like, no, 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 no. This is the worst (laughs) idea you've ever had, Julie. And you've had a lot of bad ones in this movie. (laughs) Which just makes... Missy suspicious and angry and kicks her out. Yeah. And it really well, just came down to like... Not without showing her the quote-unquote suicide note. Right. Which made her realize that it was like, oh, it wasn't a suicide. He was murdered. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't the one that we hit. Yeah. It was whoever murdered him. Yep. And obviously in the end, it turns out <laughs> that the, it is... That was finally yeah, the, the right... that is the right answer <laughs> to the fucking mystery. That the dad of David Egan's girlfriend... Mm-hmm. Who he killed the year prior to them killing, thinking they killed him. Yeah. Killed her in that same spot. Like, it, it just, it got okay. so ridiculous. So, so. For the first year of movie timeline, David Egan and girlfriend get into wreck. Car goes in water. Girlfriend drowns. David Egan survives. Right. Year two. David Egan goes to the... Cliff seemingly on his own accord. Yeah. Based on what they show us at the very beginning. Like he's yeah. sitting there, he's drinking, he's sad. Yeah. You know, he feels like he killed her. Right. Apparently her father agrees with that. Yeah. Uh, well, apparently like the whole town agrees. Oh, that's right. That's right. Everyone they like was all like, blamed him for yeah. her death. Everyone was like, fuck you, Billy Blue. Uh, and David Egan? David Egan. <laughs> Dude, that's the thing. There's mm-hmm. so many like, wait a minute, what? Oh, I realized why it didn't make sense to me like trying to think back on it while we were watching. Cause in my head I was like, Oh yeah, there's like a mystery. Like it's like, it's like another guy, but then it's not that guy. But yeah. it's someone about that guy. Wow. What is yeah. it? And now <laughs> looking at it, it's like, fuck yeah, this is ridiculous. Like, yeah. Okay. So yeah. So, David Egan kills girlfriend in the first year. Right. Second year, David Egan maybe was going to kill himself. It's all, it's possible. Yeah. But what actually happened is that Benjamin Willis her dad murders him. Correct. In that same spot. Correct. And then our intrepid heroes <laughs> uh, mow him down with a car. Correct. And then dump him into the water. Correct. He lives. David Egan's body gets found because he just murdered him. Yes. Right in that same area. So yes. they find the body, assume it was David Egan they killed. But it turns out it was actually this guy, Benjamin Willis, who did not die and is now out for revenge for them this next year. Year three. Year three. Is movie. Yeah. So, (laughs) speaking about endings to things, the ending of the book, because like I said at the beginning, fucking they kill a kid on a bike and that kid's just dead and he's there and they know that Mm -hmm. it's like someone ran over this kid and Mm -hmm. he's dead now. Mm -hmm. Book goes on. Julie is dating a guy named Bud. And then, and so Ray is all like, oh my God, you know, we used to be dating and now we're not and blah, 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 whatever. Yeah. And then at the same time, Helen is dating uh, some guy named Kali. <clears throat> Very end of the book, turns out, same guy. His oh. name is his name is Collinsworth. Last name, same as the kid who died. It's his older brother. He got he like entwined himself in both of these girls' lives to torture them and murder them for killing his brother. That's amazing. Yeah. Makes sense. Obviously kind of yeah. impossible to do in a movie. Yeah. You couldn't have scenes with Bud and then another scene with Kali and not be like, that's the same man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you really couldn't. Yeah. So I understand why they couldn't necessarily do it that way. Mm-hmm. But the fact that in the movie, the man that they run over is a murderer. Yeah. Who killed David Egan for one completely ruins the ending. Yeah. Because they don't have to learn anything. And they literally fucking say that. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, man. So we didn't kill anybody. Thank God, because that guilt I was feeling was so terrible. Mm-hmm. And now it's gone. Mm-hmm. And it was like, fuck you. Yeah. Oh, my God. Especially because the end of the book is them turning themselves in. Yeah. Like, That's, Collinsworth uh- tries to kill them. So they like dismantle him one way or another. I don't know how it actually happens. I didn't read the whole book. Okay. But then after that, they realize like, oh my God, we need to turn ourselves in. Yeah. And they do it. 
And instead, in this movie, it was like, okay, so this guy, uh, thankfully, he was a murderer. Yeah. And also, he technically didn't die when we hit him. Yeah. So, whoo, <laughs> we got off lucky, like yeah. you sons of fucks. The thing that really bugged me about it is that th- that book story, it makes sense mm-hmm. why a person would do those kinds of things to the person who hit that person. Like, you know, right. since since they are several different right. beings. It's like the kid on the bike gets hit and is dead. The person who loved that kid is full of rage. Right. And somehow, however he does, finds out who did it and goes after them. Right. Completely makes sense. Yeah. The, the mystery that they thought they were unfolding in the movie follows that same through line. Mm-hmm. We killed David Egan. Mm-hmm. Now, someone who cares about David Egan is trying to kill us for doing that. Right. Totally makes sense. The actual answer <laughs> is lunacy. Yeah. Where what actually happened is that <laughs> the psycho murderer who murdered a kid got hit by the car. Did not die. <laughs> came back from the depths. Yeah, came back from the fucking depths. <laughs> and for some reason is obsessed with murdering these kids. Yeah. Like, you'd think he would be fucking thrilled. Like, yeah. I am not dead and nobody thinks I'm a murderer. Yeah. I got off pretty fucking good here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if they had come around that corner, like, slowly... Mm-hmm. And maybe they, you know, questioned him or could or, or they just drove past him while he was standing there and could maybe give a description to the police. Like, you know, David Egan kind of died under suspicious circumstances, maybe. Was there anyone else up there? Like, well, we did see this guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Instead, he gets a perfect alibi, which was I was hit and run and yeah. left in the water. Yeah. Which, again, is another one of those things where it's like, does nobody give a fuck in this town? Like, how did he He's just how did that he live? vengeful. I just, I don't, I don't understand how he lived. You know what I mean? Like, he, or at least how he just, like, came back from the water. Yeah. And just, like, just lived his life normally. Like, people must, like, people knew him, obviously. Yeah. He was a part of this fucking yeah, he town. he was a fisherman. He's the dad of the girl who died. Yeah. And it's like, so what? He just, like, dragged himself out of the ocean and was like, I'll be fine. Yeah. Nobody will notice that my face is fucking caved in yeah. or whatever. You know what I mean? Did he like call in sick at work for four months? I mean, if he months? owns the boat. Yeah, maybe nobody gives a shit. Yeah. He, you know, I mean, but it just I seems guess... crazy that nobody notices that anything is different about old Ben Willis. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's got the scar on his face. Like It must have been just horrific when it happened. Yeah. So it's like, did he go to the hospital? And were they like, what the fuck happened to you? And then Boating did, accident? Yeah, was he just like, I fucking tripped. I don't know. Like, yeah. W- he helped cover them up as much as they covered it up in the first place. Yeah. Assumedly, because he didn't tell anyone he got hit by a car. Yeah. So it's just like, what is going on there? Barry, when he gets run over by the car, nothing comes of it. Yeah. Like, Where nobody cares that his own car was used to kill, <laughs> like, try to kill him. Yeah. They're just in a hospital room, and then they argue loudly about the murder they caused. Mm-hmm. Like in front of everybody and nobody notices or says anything because yeah. apparently everyone is a ghost. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you know what I mean? Like it's so ridiculous how nobody fucking notices any of this shit. And in the end, nobody learns a lesson. Yeah. Nobody cares. Nobody learns. <laughs> yeah, it's such the weirdest fucking like feeling for the end yeah. of a movie where it was like, did anything even happen? Yeah. Like, yeah, some people got killed, but I don't think anyone gives a shit. Yeah. Like, I mean, not even our main characters. They're like, you know what? I do love you, Ray. Oh, I love you, too. You're the only one who gets me, Julie. Your friends. Yeah. <laughs> the corpses you just yeah. saw. The murderer who tried to kill you. You it's... just feel fine now? You're like, oh, all that guilt is just gone. Yeah. In the end, I think what really bums me out is that Julie is a crappy final girl. Yeah. In that she never gets chased by the fisherman, ever. Oh, yeah. She, she doesn't even see it. Yeah. She never encounters the main villain until the very end of the movie. She does nothing to kill him. Yeah. And has no, other than that final boat sequence, mm-hmm. has like the, the one scene with Max's corpse in her trunk. Mm-hmm. 
that's kind of it. And yeah. then she screams the like iconic line of the movie, like "What are you waiting for?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah. what the fuck are you waiting for, dude? Why are you just <laughs> dicking around with them?" I realized it was probably because, oh, because he's waiting for the anniversary and the Fourth of July. Yeah. I'm like, man, when are movie serial killers going to learn that? Like, waiting for the perfect time is just going to backfire on you. Just do it when yeah. you get the chance, man. But I think that's going to wrap it up for uh, for popcorn for dinner this week. We have two more weeks in Scary Movie Month. Ooh. And um, we this one's a definite because we have the actual disc in our hands. So we know yes. exactly which one we're doing. Yes. We get a double dose of Sarah Michelle Geller with The Grudge. Right. I'm excited to see this one finally. <clears throat> I, I haven't seen it in a long time. I remember it affecting me pretty well as a teenager, like mm -hmm. being like spooky and everything. Mm -hmm. But yeah, this is uh, Jeff and Kelly. Julie, we were so careful. Hey.